Broadcasting live from the TSU campus in the KXTR studios, it's time to cruise the planet with your host, Mark the Shark. Why are my nipples so sore? And DJ Truffle Shuffle. I feel like you put a lot of thought into the salad. I'll go with $20. For the next few hours, you'll hear all the Tarleton and Stephenville news to get you through your weekend. They're bringing sports pop culture, and laughs with the best in rock and roll music. Who was the idiot that gave you that award? You. So buckle up. The cruise starts now. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another award-winning edition of Cruise in the Planet right here on KXCR 100.7 The Planet. I'm Mark the Shark, riding shotgun DJ Truffle Shuffle, as always. How many awards can we win <clears throat> for one show? Um... I would say north of 80. Okay. South of 150. Okay. So, so right there's like a 70 award gap there yeah. that we can find ourselves in at yeah. any point in time. I can see us comfortably nestling ourselves around 120. Okay. Hey, um, if we break three digits, then we're doing okay. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I agree. So, I, I mean, I agree with that. Uh, yeah. Welcome in. Uh, we got a couple scheduling changes, DJ Truffle Shuffle. Um, Keep them on their man. toes. Yeah, I know. You, you, you always get something different here. Uh, Florida man. Getting pushed back to 1045. 11 for, oh, no, 1045. 10 game show move. No, not game show. That's, see, I should just let you talk, and I should not interrupt. I'm sorry, yeah. Mark the Shark. There's a reason I'm – no, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> he went there. <laughs> so, it's Florida man at 1045 because someone by the name of Big Chris didn't study for his accounting test today, so he's got to bounce out a little early. I can, I, I, can, I can understand. Managerial is tough. You know, that way we have plenty of time to discuss – all the hot sports topics because a lot's happened since Monday. There has been a lot that's happened, especially for DFW sports alone. Yeah. Especially, I mean, obviously, I'm talking about the one, the only Tony Romo. Oh, goodbye, my lover. Oh, I'm gonna miss him. Yeah, we'll he was my to. first hero, like on yeah. the field. That's what I posted the other day. Uh, he came on and took over for Drew Bledsoe in 2006. I was in the sixth grade. Uh, the first time you're really starting to develop and really understand. Uh, watching big time sports like that and he was my first you know hero the first person who saved games in the fourth quarter 27 fourth quarter comebacks from 2006 to 2014 leads the league in all quarterbacks Tom Brady Drew Brees Peyton Manning in that category you know what we should do DJ Truffle Shuffle we should open up the phone lines oh yeah so if you want to call in and tell us why you loved or hate we have to accept all opinions here Tony Roma you call in at 254-968 nine five eight nine and air your grievances or your, your loss. love yeah we're grieving today mm-hmm. maybe for shark cage i'll just walk us through the seven steps of grieving <laughs> um so i don't know i'm i'm excited about the future but it's good to pause and reflect on the past every for once sure. in a while and i wouldn't get too comfortable with the idea of tony romo not being in the nfl okay i'm gonna go ahead and say that there is a possibility whether it's for Dallas, Houston, or anyone else whose quarterback dislocates the shoulder, tears an ACL throughout the year, Tony Romo is going to be the first call that organization makes. There you go. Well, coming up next, it's the Shark Cage, uh, where we got some weird, wet, and wild stuff from the internet. Byron Anderson coming up at 1030. You won't want to miss that. Stick around. Cruise on the Planet is proudly supported by Cotton Patch Cafe in Stephenville. Wednesdays have several features, starting off with an onion string appetizer for an entree, southern homestyle chicken tenders now in kick and honey and southern buffalo flavors. 
Then, Mama's Butter Cake for dessert with options for dine-in or takeout. Cotton Patch at 2860 West Washington can be reached by calling 254-965-5255. That's 254-965-5255. Cotton Patch Cafe, serving homestyle meals to Texas for 25 years. What do you think about Tony Romo retiring? Get your calls in at 254-968-9589. Or shoot us what you think on our Periscope or Facebook Live broadcast. We'll field those questions throughout the show. But DJ Truffle Shuffle, it is now time for the wet, the wild, and wonderful. Weird. Weird. Close. (laughs) Right after this song. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay, it's done. Um, so <laughs> we got a couple stories today. One serious and two just a little ridiculous. Um, so I'll start with ridiculous. Okay. I thought this was the serious one. This one? Yeah. My master's preview is the serious one. Oh, that's true. One. All right, we'll get to that. Spoiler alert. But this first story, uh, the internet found this new thing, and it's disgusting. Yeah. But you may like it. I don't know. Um, this guy named... Austin Braun at Austin on social jerk and it's like he he doesn't even have himself as his profile picture which irks me Uh to my core yep I'm irked um (laughs) but he tweeted out a picture of melted peeps oh god (laughs) on a cheese pizza what's this Initial thoughts. okay first off peeps are not good yeah I've met one person today that likes peeps. Yeah. And other than that, no one has ever explained any joy or love for the taste of peeps. Like, it's such a seasonal food. You'd think that if Easter didn't exist, it'd be kind of hard for peeps to maintain a business model. I don't know how they maintain one right now. <laughs> like, pe- Other than the fact that people buy them and stuff them in other people's Easter egg back- baskets, they literally just end up in the trash 90% yeah. of the time. How, what's the ratio of peeps thrown away versus peeps eaten it's probably like i i would say the scale favors peeps being peeps thrown away because and it, and it happens to me every year i get a box of peeps and i'm like okay i'll try one maybe it's different or something <laughs> i bite the head off the sucker and nope it's still terrible and i throw the rest of the box in the trash yeah well um people are uh, obviously the, uh, on pizza yeah i know like that's the weird thing like i can I get, okay, this is a free country, um, but this is borderline treason for America uh, because not only is it gross, you're ruining my culture because I'm a fourth Italian uh, and we love our pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Mussolini thing. Um, Yeah, and I'm at a loss for words. So I have some tweets here um, at Austin on social. This is a crime against both God and man. Uh, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, this is nonsense, and it will not be tolerated. How have you not been tried and executed for treason? Um, thanks, Austin, on social. I wasn't sure what was going... The first thing that was going to make me barf this morning, now I know. So, DJ Truffle Shuffle, people are not happy about I peeps like on their pizza. I feel like at this point, people are just trying to ruin pizza. Yeah. Like, they don't even care about how good it tastes at this point. She's like, how can I tick everybody off? Like, I get it. You like sweet and salty stuff, but that's too far, too right? Far. Too right? far. Not even, yeah, not even acceptable. Um, Go on my Twitter if you want to see the mugshot of this next girl. 
She's nuts. Cross-eyed. It's weird. Get I it? I almost feel like, I understand your pun, yeah. they don't. They don't. But it's almost like she planned to take her picture like that. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Because then it like kind of like, like, I'm getting arrested for this. I'm going to look crazy anyway. <laughs> you want me to, I should tell them why break it she's down. nuts. Why is she nuts? Janice Smith is her name, and she was arrested earlier this week by the Detroit Police Department for allegedly capturing numerous squirrels and training them to attack her former lover. Okay, first off, if this was successful and she could actually train squirrels into a semi-mini army, then why has the United <laughs> States government not taken over this technology? I know, right? Like, army squirrels. Yes, like, you can load them up. They can, like, sneak into places that humans can't get into. Yeah. No, I definitely like that. Uh, the victim, 51-year-old James Robinson, was attacked by the rodents on more than a dozen occasions over the last They're month. They're legit squad of squirrels, dude. <laughs> it's like a squad legit of squad of squirrels. S-squad <laughs> going in. S-squad. <laughs> Do you think they had nicknames for each they other? Might, yeah, they, I, I bet she did. I bet she had nicknames Bravo, for each Bravo, Tango, Whiskey, Foxtrot, all of them. Red one, red two, red leader. I mean, like, she was able to legitimately organize and attack a squirrel army. Yeah. No, it was fantastic. Um, Not for James Robinson, well, however. She needs to get commissioned or something. These attacks caused him many serious injuries, DJ Truffle Shuffle, including the loss of two fingers. It doesn't specify what finger. One um, place... Oh. Down south. Ayo. So he's down one, like Lance Armstrong, if you know what I mean. Uh, he lost one? Yeah, it was bitten oh off my God. by one of the squirrels. Someone's got to hire this woman. Yeah, Eli. This is amazing. He's down. She trained him to go for the genitals. He's down a beam. He's. <laughs> <laughs> he's. No, I can't say that on the air. Um. He's a nug short of a bucket. So here's a... <laughs> okay, we're moving on. Uh, here's a quote from James Robinson. Just recently lost about half of his confidence. <laughs> she was partially hidden behind some bushes. But I could clearly see her and hear her. She was yelling orders at the squirrels and telling them to attack me. Yeah, he uh, filed a complaint with the Detroit Police Department. Uh, and they got a search warrant for her house in which they found a dozen cages and 27 squirrels. So it's like home base, <laughs> basically, for these squirrels. Hey, HQ. <laughs> Return to HQ. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she is now facing uh, criminal charges. This would be a perfect Florida man story. For real. Um, she is facing a maximum of 65 years in prison. Holy cow. Like I said, I don't... Okay, like, obviously... I mean, if you make a man lose a bean, you're, that's a life sentence. Obviously, what she did was totally wrong and illegal, but I think the government needs to think four-dimensionally here, okay? I think they're looking a little nearsighted, like, yeah, this is a bad incident. This woman obviously has some power. Okay, yeah. I don't care what it is. She's got some talent. She's able to train 27 squirrels to attack. Why are we not using this technology? Because you can like put a chip in their head and like, oh, man, there's a lot great. going in here that I don't think they're really thinking about. 
Because if you have like a pinpoint location on a target and he walks out the front door and there's about 150 squirrels just waiting, like lurking. Loaded up and ready to go. Yeah. Like you've seen the damage the 27 did to one man. Imagine 150. Imagine an army man, of squirrels. That'd be sweet. Um, so, DJ Shuffle Shuffle, for the last uh, article of the Shark Cage, I have the 2017 Masters predictions. But first... I want your 2017 Masters prediction. Who I'll, do you think is going to win this summer? I like Jordan Spieth, man. He's kind of just my favorite player on the tour right now. Uh, in my heart, I'll be cheering for Bubba Watson because he's the frattiest guy out <laughs> yeah, there. Dude. He's, he's a so baller. Frat. He's a fun follow on he, Twitter. He, he's a dude who golfs with pink clubs. He just does yeah. what he wants to do, you know, and he's already won the Masters twice. Um, so, yeah. Only thing is, he's kind of been lackadaisical recently. So, my heart's with Bubba. My brain's with Jordan Spieth. But it's the Masters. Anybody can win this thing. It's literally, you don't know how the course is going to treat you from a day-to-day basis. So it could be anyone's game. Uh, you usually have a pretty good indication about two and, day, two and a half days in. By Saturday, right around noon, you'll have a legit leaderboard. And you'll know who's actually vying for a chance to win it all. But those are my two dames to watch. be Jordan Spieth and Bubba Watson. Yeah, so it's this Thursday through Sunday. It starts <laughs> tomorrow. Um, a lot of people are playing, picking Roy McIlroy to Everybody win. Everybody picks Roy McIlroy to win every major ever. And, and he, he doesn't. He usually ends up in the top five. He just doesn't win a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So I'm not putting a whole lot of eggs in the Roy McIlroy basket. But I could see where people are thinking he could win. Um, I don't know how much you watch golf. Uh, Dustin Johnson, kind of a little up-and-comer. Everybody's picking him to finish in the top ten. So that definitely should be well, interesting. he's currently number one in the world right now in, yeah. the, in, the, in the world golf rankings. And he won the Masters last year, mm-hmm. so he's got a little bit of momentum coming in on that. But I don't know. Winning That's Masters back-to-back back is even harder than winning a Super Bowl back-to-back. Back. you yeah. got to imagine that. That's true. Um, I went back-to-back back on Villanova. March Madness, and and it didn't work. So I'm going to go back-to-back Dustin Johnson, and hopefully my main man hears this and is like, I got to do that for Mark. Do it for the shark. Yeah, so that's my pick. Uh, And you got Jordan Spieth, right? I like Jordan Spieth. I really enjoy watching him. He's got a good game, and I wish I could be him. I think he's going to be the next Tiger Woods. You know, His name will be as big as that. I don't know if it will be quite as big, but I think he's the only one in the field right now that can get the backing that Tiger used to have. There you go. That's the Shark Cage where we explore the wet, weird, and the wild of the internet. Coming up next, it's Byron Anderson to give you a full breakdown on Tarleton Athletics this week. So stick around. Anderson, he'll throw it down. It's time for the Byron Anderson Show right here on Cruising the Planet. Because sometimes I take one Oreo off and, you know, when I'm watching my way, I take one side off and I just eat the, the rest of it. <laughs> this segment of Cruising the Planet has been brought to you by Happy Tails Dog Grooming. Happy Tails Dog Grooming offers all the pet grooming services you may need. Yeah. Happy Tails is located on 1590 North Graham uh-huh. Street in Stephenville and can be reached by calling 254-968-2442. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to Cruising the Planet. That was Mark the Shark reading that beautiful ad for you. DJ Truffle Shuffle here. Sitting down with the voice of Tarleton Athletics, Mr. Byron Anderson. Hello, sir. Hey, guys. You know how what I'm going to do? Byron, how you doing? Uh, Facebook Live never really gets to see you because it's always over here. So I'm going to point it at you for do this it. segment. Just give it to him for All a right. segment. Give me one second, DJ Truffle Shuffle. Could you wedge it like up in here or something like that, possibly? That's what she said. Okay, I mean, I wasn't going to go like that, but you just went for it. 
Nope. It's a really good look on you. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Y'all keep on going. I don't right. know what to do with my hands. So, Tarleton Baseball had a pretty intense weekend with Angelo State. Yeah, a little bit of up and down. Luckily, the up was uh, at the end of the week. Oh, yeah. The uh, down was at the start for Tarleton Baseball. Um, <clears throat> you know, they've been playing really well. Uh, they have uh, – they kind of went – they had, they've had a little slump, and teams will do that. They lost their first six Lone Star Conference games to start the season, and that hurts. But the good news is it was just the start. They're now 2-6. Mm-hmm. and six. They won their last two games. They lost the first two games of the uh, series. They won their last two against Angelo State. And so hopefully they can uh, kind of turn their attention to eastern New Mexico. That's always a tough place to play when you go out there. doesn't sound like it would be, but it, it really is. It's you know, if it's if it's 49 degrees here when I drove in, usually there it's 10 to 12 degrees uh, cooler, and the wind blows in is a, my least favorite place to hit. Not to I mention a 12-hour trip out there is always going to be six. It's actually just six. It's only six. Yeah, the 12-hour trip is western New Mexico, uh, but barf. they're at eastern New Mexico, and uh, like I said, you know, you can go this time of year, you can go out there, and there's still snow on the warning mm-hmm. track. You know what I mean? It's just not a fun place to play. Uh, not much, not that you want much to do when, <laughs> when you're the baseball team, but if you're going out there to watch them, you know, I, I don't, I wouldn't say I dislike, um, Eastern New Mexico, but, uh, it's not my favorite. It's not, if I were to pick places to go, it's certainly not my favorite. So those games will get started, uh, the seventh, which will be, I believe that's Thursday and they'll be there all the way through, uh, is the seventh Seventh is Friday. Friday. So Friday through Sunday, mm-hmm. they will be in Port Talis. I think the big story, though, and we may have buried the lead a little bit, the softball team. Mm-hmm. How about the softball team? After this yeah. weekend, uh, after Friday night's game, they had won 10 games in a row, 13 of their last 14. And on Friday night, uh, what a great, great performance by Fryman uh, and the baseball team, Coach Coupion. They s- take the first two games of the series over the number one team in the nation in Angelo State. Shut them out too. The yeah, first two games, that was two to nothing and four to nothing. Now, the Saturday game they lost nine to two, but you know Fryman had gone at that point something like nineteen innings or something like that before she came out. She had fourteen innings the day before of shutout softball. And when you've already clinched the series against the number one team in the nation, yeah. you're okay with well, yeah, letting you, that last one. Go. You never want to say that if you're a coach, but as a fan, you look yeah. at that and you say, or as a broadcast, you look at that and say, hey, that's a big victory right mm-hmm. there. I think the uh, the rankings for uh, softball will come out this week, and I look for maybe your Tarleton State Texans at 29 and 14 and 13 and 8 in conference play. They may sneak sneak into the bottom part uh, of the uh, the the rankings for softball. So keep your eye on that. This week they will be uh, softball is going to be at Texas Women's. Those games will be Friday and Saturday. The game Friday night starts at 6 p.m. And then uh, they'll have the doubleheader on Saturday at 1 and 3. In town this weekend, women's tennis uh, will be at home on Saturday at 10 a.m. against Western New Mexico. Uh, Track and field is going to be at the David Noble Relays. That's in San Angelo. And uh, that'll be, uh, let's see, Thursday through Saturday, all day, all day, er day, those three days. So uh, that's kind of your week at a glance. And then if you want to come out and play some golf uh, with me. You mean lose to you in golf? No, definitely <laughs> not. I'm not going to sit here. If we, uh, There's a couple of things that we could do that I might have a chance of beating people. Golf is not one of them. <laughs> now, I'm not a horrible golfer, 
But as good as so many people are, um, I have a team together, and it consists of myself, my father-in-law, my dad, and then Aaron Young, who's <laughs> actually Aaron Young, who does the board for us, is actually he's on your team. Yes. He's a decent scratch golfer. No, he is. Understand, right? Yes, he is really good. Now he hasn't <laughs> played in a long time, but he's a really good golfer. He played with us a couple of weeks ago in just a, a game, and it took him about four holes to be after not. He, I don't think he had played in eight years. It took him four holes to be the best player on our team. Now I shoot low nineties, high eighties most of the time. Is is what I shoot at a if it's a relatively easy golf course. Pretty much, if I stay in the low 90s, I'm happy. I'm mm-hmm. not very good, but I'm. There's one or two things I can hit the ball all right, mm-hmm. um, and I can putt okay. But you're definitely not going to lose to me. <laughs> but we will be out there. It's the Bobby Fox 32nd uh, Annual uh, Invitational. That's going to be at Harbor Lakes on Friday. We'll eat lunch at 12 p.m. Uh, they always take walk-ups. It's actually almost full. We're about to the point where we're going to have to get some new golf carts, uh, have to rent some golf carts and put them out there for the tournament uh, wow. because there's so many people that are going to go. But you can still get on. It's $100 per person, $400, of course, for a team. Or if you just want to sponsor a hole, uh, you can do that for 100 buck. So uh, it, And it all goes to benefit the uh, Tarleton football team and the different things that they're doing this year. So come out. And uh, join us. Lots of cool prizes that you can win. I'm sure. Uh, I'm not the. Uh, I'm not spearheading that thing. But then, the, in the next couple of weeks, we got a lot of different activities going. We can. You can always go to Twitter, uh, or you can go to uh, Tarleton Sports, and you can check out the week at a glance, and that'll kind of give you an idea. That's what I'm looking at right now. That's what <laughs> keeps me informed. Nate does a great job over there in communications of putting that together every week, and. Uh, and keeping us informed and, and knowing what's going to go on in Tarleton sports. You also follow uh, Tarleton Athletics on Facebook, and that's how I see that weekend yes. glance is every week I sure. see a picture posted with the player. And the Facebooks. The, yeah, they're yeah, breaking it down from there. You're the and only also, person in this office on MySpace, <laughs> if you – no, never mind. Y'all have a Tarleton MySpace? No, I'm just oh. – I, I have mine. My song is, uh, you know, Rage Against the Machine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever have a days. MySpace, yes, Byron? Yes, I did. I had that before I had a Facebook. I had okay. a – I had a MySpace, and I remember going, and you know, it's <clears throat> it was like um, I had done some messed around with, you know, web pages a little bit, but it was kind of like an easy way to build a web page about mm-hmm. yourself. It's different than, you know, Facebook. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about pictures. You pick a song that you played there. You could pick your background and put a picture up, you know, and you're friends with people. I mean. You know, it was just the early stages of things like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and yo, Twitter. Um, <laughs> it was just the early stages of that. You know, it's fun to make fun of, but yes, I will say I had a MySpace page. I had a MySpace, and my dad wouldn't let me get one, so I'd just go over to my friend's house and check in stuff. I was the stuff. same way. My mother would not let me have one, so I had to sneak one on at a friend's house. All the reason that my kids aren't getting phones until they're like 15 or 16, because <laughs> Good I I'm not smart enough to, to figure out all the secret apps and stuff like that i see that stuff and it's you know right now i'm in the in the deal as a parent where you look at things and you know mostly you see these things on facebook or twitter or something like that but it's like you know when you go out (laughs) have you seen these videos where like people just will like literally try to like rip the kids out of your hands you go look look at it they're like literally like you'll be sitting in a store and somebody will open a door and grab your kid i've seen yes and people like catch these people doing it but can you imagine Yes, it's it's crazy. That's, That's the nervous part for now. As my kids get older, older, the nervous part for me is their communication on the phone or on the computer, and me being able to like control that. It's it's uh it's really old people problems. Uh, <laughs> I call it 
OPP. OPP. It's a totally different kind of OPP <laughs> than you guys are dealing with is what I'm dealing with. John's dealing with small people problems. Oh, I bet. for real. I bet John's got Serious a lot of serious OPP issues. <laughs> That's actually OFPP. <laughs> Old Fogarty. Old <laughs> problems. <laughs> well, Byron, one last question for you. Okay. Um, because we don't tend to talk about the Cowboys a lot. We got a little extra time. Sure. Um, Monday. <laughs> Tony Romo. Was retired. it Monday or Tuesday? Tuesday. Was, yes, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, it was yesterday. What are your thoughts? You know, I'm glad that he's going away. Um, actually, I kind of wanted him to go to the Texans. Me too. Um, I would have enjoyed watching him. I want. There's a part of me that is happy for him retiring a cowboy, but there's another part of me that wanted him to go and prove all those. You know, you can never argue that he's. You can never. I'm always going to lose arguments with people about him being a better quarterback than Eli Manning. Because Eli Manning won two Super Bowls, but I just have to point to when when people argue with me about that, it's like, okay, what did he actually do in those playoff games? What kind of numbers did he put up? And Eli won those games because his defense was ba. Pass you know rush, yeah, actually, they were, were ridiculous. Yeah. And I, I think you know, one game, I think the first Super Bowl against the Patriots, he had to score twenty one points that year that they beat the Cowboys. And there's you know, one or two plays where if someone just catches the ball, Patrick Creighton, mm-hmm. the Cowboys win that game. Um, it, it's just a series of unfortunate events for him. You know, oh, yeah. the, the whole they're going to beat Seattle, and he he drops the ball, and you go back and people go, he can't hold on to the ball. Why is he holding? Yeah. And on top of that, that was one of the years where they uh, didn't let you prep the kick the balls that you would kick, so you could prep the regular balls. But the kicking balls, they didn't let you touch them before the game. And here's what a lot of people don't know about footballs. When you get a football, the first thing that you do is there's like a silky layer that's on top of it. And I'm not kidding. They're slippery as all get out. And they have brushes and and gels, just like you'd break in a, a baseball glove. You break in footballs. Literally, I have done that when I used to coach. That was one of the things I did. I was in charge of the footballs and breaking them in. You have to break them in or you can't throw them. And there's, you know, and it was hard to kick them that year. There's a hundred different excuses I can make. I know that he's my favorite player I've ever watched in the NFL. Um, and part of it is because he went to a Division II school. He's, and I'm like a year older than him. Uh, he, he's, uh, I've met him. I know him. He's a, he's a really nice guy behind the scenes. Some of the things he was doing, uh, you know, posting stuff with his kids and his wife on Twitter, um, those things were making me sad because I think he's better than that. Mm -hmm. But it'll be fun to see. I know one thing. He will be so much better than Phil Simms. (laughs) Well, actually, if you ever want a good good laugh, go to Twitter and look up uh, Phil Simms Talk About. Phil Sims talk about how many times he says talk about and how many times that he uh he says inside inside and outside you and you, there's actually like <laughs> games that you could play for people your age that you'd enjoy <laughs> that uh that would get you as they say pre-gamed okay. well, well if the season terms, if the terms. season started today Phil Sims would be a better quarterback than anybody on the Texans roster I'll tell you that right now oh, Phil Sims would yeah Ouch. Yeah. Uh, well, they got Brandon Whedon and Tom nope. Savage. Tom. Just Tom Savage. Brandon Whedon's out there? Nope. Are you sure? Pretty I'm sure. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Brandon you know who Whedon. we could ask? DJ Lady Katie, because it's time for 
Got it right here. Nope. nope. Heavy on the street. There it is. Uh, Byron, I don't know if you know this or not. We need to push it to today. Uh, Katie on the street. It's our segment where our graduate assistant, we send her out on campus. You have a graduate assistant? We do. Yeah. Her I don't is, even have one of those. Her name's yeah. DJ Lady Katie, and she's on the phone right now, Katie, hopefully. Hello, guys. There can she you hear is. me? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. we can hear you. <laughs> can you not right, call during... DJ Lady Katie. Can you not call during dinner? I'm talking while I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy on the street. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> I am here getting some votes on this new bracket, this lovely bracket that you two have come up with. Um, and it's the Carlton bracket, and I have Heather here with me in the OA Grant building. What's up, Heather? Um, and Heather, what? Who do you think you would choose, the parking lady or Doctor D? Ooh. Um, I'm gonna go with an unpopular opinion and say no. the parking lady. Wow. You may get a get a call yeah. today, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> And also, I'm going to ask you, um, where would you rather hang out, the Grove Pool or a Mustang Ranch Pool? The Grove. Hey. Hey. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, DJ Lady uh, Katie. Then, oh, one more. What? You got one, one more? more? I'm going to do one more. Awesome. Um, what would you live with, or what could you live without? Avoiding construction or finding a parking spot? Finding a parking spot. Really? That's interesting. Good I answer. Without avoiding construction. Um, but anyways, that's all I have for right now. And I'll send it back over to you guys. That was another edition of Katie on the Street. Katie on the street. Coming up next, it's time for the Florida Man because somebody didn't study for their accounting test. Coming up next. Cruising the planet is growing every week, and we can't do it without your support. Yeah, hey, y'all are a great radio show. Y'all keep it up. Listen every Wednesday from 10 to 12 and Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m. on KXTR 100.7 The Planet. Welcome to Miami. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Cruise of the Planet right here on KXTR 100.7. The Planet, Florida man, coming at you at this time instead of this usual 1145 block. Still sponsored by Happy Tales Dog Grooming, though. Big Chris, what's up, my man? Not much. Thanks for not throwing me under the bus that time. Like I haven't been listening out there, <laughs> not studying for my accounting exams. Oh, well, that is why we had to the reschedule. That's it's why no, we're doing it right not, now. It's not that I didn't study. It's that I felt like I needed to study some more. That's fair. It okay. is so managerial okay. accounting. I just did not. As an accounting major, as we'll be an accountant in one month, it's one of the hardest accounting classes. Okay. So I'll get it. I'll get it. Everybody, <laughs> everybody should be happy that I'm actually caring about my future. There you go. So, I like that. You know, I'm doing you need the best to be supporting here. him here. Yeah. Yeah. That's hey, why we moved the schedule. Shout out to the you. professor for giving me a cheat sheet, though. Like, letting me have a cheat sheet for it. Nothing but, but formulas. Who's a good pastor? Who do you got? Uh, Prod, Prod, Prodon. Prodon. Yep. I'm not sure. Devjeet Prodon. Yeah, yeah, cool no, guy, he, though. He's a great guy. I had him for intermediate, too. Yeah, well, hopefully this is the last accounting class I have to take because mm-hmm. it is. It's not treating me well. No. So. No, you, you should be good. General business, you should be fine. Just yeah. get out of that class. Well. <laughs> I got some general business coming out of Florida. Oh, hey, lots hey, of general like business. Oh, there's, a, there's a chainsaw on this oh, first I one. That's just chainsaw. Chainsaw. Oh, story. So uh, this one's kind of mellow. We're gonna we're gonna build our way it's, up it's like mellow. we usually it's got do. A chainsaw but for Florida, it's mellow. Well, I mean, yeah. What's crazy here is is mellow in Florida. It's just a you know normal Tuesday night for Florida. <laughs> but uh, this one comes out of Defuniac Springs. I really need Florida to start naming their towns after things I can pronounce too, because yeah. like I just. 
They got enough. Good going thing it's for not Louisiana, man. Okay, see, I can actually do Louisiana pretty A well because my sister lives there, so she knows how to pronounce everything. She's always tutoring me on Louisianian pronunciations, if that's <laughs> even a word. <laughs> So anyways, uh, one man wielding a knife was sent to the hospital Tuesday night after the man he attempted to attack whipped out a chainsaw. Like, just out of his back pocket? Does not say... So he that's, that's kind of where this story is at. It doesn't say... Big Chris is whipping it out. ...where this chainsaw <laughs> came from. It just says that he... He pulled it. Pulled a chainsaw. And began to just swing that, that thing around. A, that dude brought just, a knife to a chainsaw fight. You know? <laughs> but uh, witnesses said Robinson pulled a knife on the guy, and then the other guy just got a chainsaw from somewhere, and it doesn't say that. See, this is bad news reporting, but it does leave a lot to the imagination, which is what we're here to do. You know? Yeah. Figure it out for yourselves. Exactly. I don't know. Did he that's have why it, we report on did it. Did he have it in his backpack? Did he have a collapsible chainsaw that's not on the market yet? A Ooh. prototype? Like, a, like okay, like the blade like folds in on itself? And then this guy's or maybe an he's inventor. got just skin of steel and he shoved it up his back, you know, right up his shirt. You have no idea. I mean, he could have had it on a keychain or something <laughs> on yeah, his hip. Just dangling just from his hip like, 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 like a carabiner. <laughs> You'd like to think, though, that the guy that pulled a knife on him saw that and wouldn't be like, oh. This guy's nah. This, this guy's, guy's got nothing. Something over there. Can't tell know. what it is. I should pull a knife on. But him. I should pull a little switchblade on him. But uh, Robinson pulled the knife on the man, uh, and Robinson was the one who suffered non-life-threatening cuts to his forearms and chest. Uh, he was taken to Healthmark Regional Medical Center. Man, this is. They don't even say Healthmark. I don't know. Florida names are just <laughs> too much for me. <laughs> Uh, the Regional Medical Center for Treatment, and uh, he was later arrested on charges with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Who, the man with the chainsaw? No, the man who attacked the man with Good. the chainsaw. The guy with the chainsaw facing no charges, Good. as Good. he should. So is that self-defense with a oh, chainsaw? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, self-defense is self-defense no matter what way you ride it, I think. Yeah. I mean, that's I the way that. I see it. So let's move on here. This one, this is from Vanguard, Florida. Ooh. Hey, you can actually pronounce that one. Yes, I can pronounce this one. No, it's Shout Vanguard. Out to <laughs> Vanguard. Vanguard. It's a hard U. <laughs> so a, a Vanguard teen was arrested this past week, uh, charged with armed robbery. Okay. Arrested last Thursday. Clarence Sylvester Cobaris, 18, was arrested by the Ocala Police Department. We're always in Ocala. It seems like every week we have a story from Ocala. It's There's ridiculous. hot spots. For it's sure. a hot spot. Uh, police say they responded to the Kangaroo gas station at 909 yes. Northeast 28th Street Kangaroo. after a store clerk called 911 and reported the robbery. The store clerk told police that a black man wearing a black and gray hooded sweatshirt and orange mask entered the store with a silver handgun and backpack and demanded money. Uh, the clerk then put the money in his backpack, uh, exactly $35.99. I don't know. What? That's such a weird number. Was he, like, trying to buy something on TV and was like, I need $35.99 right so, now? So, he was trying to buy something. Okay. So, the clerk puts the $35.99 in his bag, also throws a GPS tracker in there so they know exactly Ooh. where he's at. Cops find him. They arrest him, as well as, like, four other people. I don't know what he was getting himself into wherever, you know, <laughs> wherever he was uh, caught at. So, he eventually confessed. Cobaris told investigators first that he was just walking home and he found the money on the side of the road. You know, a likely story. It seems like every time somebody gets caught with this, they just found it, as well as a GPS tracker from that same convenience store. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. That's crazy. It was in there. Uh, so, at first he told him that, but then he later admitted he committed the armed robbery to buy his graduation cap and gown. Oh, what, he like is 60 bucks. He is now being held in jail on $50,000 bond. Okay, dude, that's all right. 
give me a decent excuse. Like you're trying to buy your mom a house or something. I just paid for my cap and gown at sixty dollars. You don't need fifty G's. Well, or, he only stole thirty-five ninety-nine, and yeah. now he's got armed robbery charges at fifty k bond. Or, 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 or find someone who's the same size as you and just use theirs. Yeah, that's what Hand I mean. Hand me down. Cap and gowns, I mean, baby. Surely you could find cap if and he's gowns. Been, like, okay, if he's smart enough and has gone through four years of college surviving on a No, this is a high school. No, this right? kid's in high school. He's 18. Okay, never mind. So he's been Well, no, 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 so no. Hard. You talk to each of your teachers, like, hey, look, I need a cap and gown. I don't have any money. Can I get like five bucks? They're Ask not they, they, they are not they are not gonna let you I, I just have to think that they are not gonna let you just not walk the stage because yeah. you can't afford it. Somebody is gonna start a Kickstarter. Yeah, I need start a cap some, and gown. A GoFundMe. Something yeah. like you could get a GoFundMe for a cap and gown in twenty minutes. Yeah. Like sixty bucks? Uh, you know, local high school kid really needs help. Needs yeah. cap and gown for graduation. Dude, I'd I'd pitch five bucks to that. I'd yeah. But now oh, yeah. but now he needs like ten thousand people to pitch five dollars to get him out of jail. That's good. Armed robbery charges. Not a good way to end your senior year of <laughs> high school. Uh, this next one is coming from, uh, let's see here. This is just the front page. I didn't come very well prepared. That's good. Shout out to that accounting exam. <laughs> uh, Bradenton Beach, Florida. So I've got this one pronounced too. So a Bradenton man uh, was pulled over for suspicion of DUI. Uh, he then exited the vehicle, uh, not you know, requested by the officer and begins to bolt. He's on foot. He's gone. So he takes off. He's uh, running through Boca Raton, a Boca Raton neighborhood. We're in Boca I Raton love, a lot, too, <laughs> man. I love that name, though, Boca Raton. We are in it's Boca Raton and Ocala at least once a week. Yeah. So uh, he's running through this Boca Raton neighborhood fleeing police. But then he sees a house. So he stops. You know, naturally, when you're running from police, you know, you just stop and smell the roses or whatever. Mm -hmm. So he stops, knocks on the door, asks the homeowner for a glass of water. <laughs> it doesn't say if he gets the glass of water or not. I hope that he does. Start know. a Kickstarter. Yeah, I mean, I hope he gets this glass of water. So uh, anyways, walked up to this lady's door, asked for a glass of water, said he was a landscaper working next door. Doesn't say if she gets the glass of water, but then... Uh, he finds her cat. Uh oh. And lays down. No, 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 no. It was easy, easy. Uh, so they started to question. The, the woman's husband started to question him. Like, uh, okay. you seem really out of breath to be a, a landscaper. You know, planting petunias and stuff. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, he finds her cat and then just lays down and starts to play with her cats. And the cops catch him because he stopped to play with the cats. <laughs> what? <laughs> Man running from cops stops to pets cats, goes to jail. <laughs> I mean, he was, I mean, they would have caught him at some point. His love for I mean, cats he's like, far you know outweighed what? his I'm want to go to jail. I'm gonna be the inside of a cell for the next twenty to thirty-five years, so I'm gonna go ahead and play with these cats while I can. I like that train of thought. I like that thinking. If you're already going to jail, why not play with some cats? Just well, all I have to say on this one is, kids, remember. Don't smoke crack that because helps. that guy had to be on something. That's very good advice. I like that. I mean, Solid advice. Yeah. Look, that's from uh, LT himself. So this last one, Truffle, this one is for you, buddy, Ayo, because of your recent out. engagement. So uh, I have a woman here that, you know, if she requires, if she asks to be on your <laughs> guest list, would not recommend it. <laughs> So 
So, uh, Amanda Willis. <laughs> if Amanda Willis calls you and wants to be on your guest list, you should just tell her no. And here's why. So, Amanda Willis is the maid of honor in her best friend's wedding. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, now, now ex-best friend, Uh-oh. should we say. She did it. It went south. No, it's not what you think. It's actually a lot better. So, uh, the ceremony had been described as really beautiful and everybody was having a good time. But as soon as the reception started, maid of honor Amanda Willis hit the bottle hard. Oh, hard. Uh, so the wedding pictures apparently are telling the story, you know, people are happy and everybody's having a good time, but, uh, Amanda. reports are, reports are people who were there saying she was drunk within 20 minutes to a half hour. 20 minutes? Of the reception. Of the reception? She was probably buzzed at the reception, let's be honest. Pre-buzzed. Uh, it's quote, Florida. So guest Robert Templeton said, Robert Templeton said she, quote, she was a mess. She drank a whole entire bottle of Fireball as soon as the reception oh started. Oh my god. Just so yeah, you know, drunk within Throw 20. It back. Yeah, it sounds to me like she just threw it back. So uh, she was drunk within 20 to 30 minutes of it starting, and then she just began to ask people for their car keys. <laughs> you know, and people obviously, <laughs> this woman's very drunk, so yeah. they tell her no. Can uh, I have your car <laughs> keys? <laughs> so she finds the groom. Oh god. She doesn't ask for his car keys. She just grabs them, and away she goes. So oh, she <laughs> she steals the groom's car keys. Gets in oh, his car. Just car keys. Throws it in reverse. <laughs> hits him. <laughs> he gets up, jumps on the car. Okay, they're driving. He reaches in, rips the e-brake, and manages to stop the car. She then gets out, takes a bottle to just some random... It doesn't even say who this was. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, it does. Robert Templeton, the guy who said she was very drunk. <laughs> she takes a bottle and walks right up to Templeton and just cracks the bottle over the side of his head. Don't talk about me, Robert. <laughs> you don't cracks, even know. <laughs> Robert. Cracks this bottle over her face, then goes back inside to the reception, grabs a bottle of Captain Morgan, and just begins to guzzle it. Just begins to... She just... <laughs> she is having the time of her life, man. <laughs> oh, hey, you man. only get to be maid of honor so many times. Well, uh, this is uh, probably... This is the last time she's going to be the maid of honor. This is probably going to be her only time. Uh, so, Willis was supposed to be the bride's best friend. Uh, the bride, Jennifer Butler, says they are no longer speaking. No longer friends. I bet she gave a hell of a speech, though. Yeah, probably. I, I think her speech was so slurred that I don't think it was possible. But uh, so they ended up calling the police. You know, obviously, what I mean on the maid of you, honor. Yeah, you got to do something. Could you imagine being the bride having to call the cops on your maid of honor? God, how awful! But uh, when deputies arrived, Willis was claiming to ha- be having an asthma attack and started shaking as if she were having a seizure. They took her to the Bayfront Gorda, where she exposed herself to deputies, assaulted two <laughs> medics, kicked over her bedpan, and also assaulted another sheriff's God deputy. God bless. <laughs> She's got some stuff to work out. <laughs> this, this is Will- got some demons in there. <laughs> <laughs> this is Willis's ninth arrest in Charlotte Holy County alone. <laughs> she faces charges of larceny, battery, grand theft of a motor vehicle, and violation of probation. Just a, just a couple. Felonies. Oh, so she was on and, probation. And she was on probation. Oh man, this is man. This is a wedding crashers, but like real, but and a lot better. <laughs> I would say I that mean, would make a better movie, way better <laughs> movie <laughs> than Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. I mean, every it's got everything you want: Grand Theft Auto, hit and run, yeah, just breaking bottles, popping bottles, drinking bottles, crashing cars. 
I mean, does it ruin your wedding or make it even more memorable? memorable. I, that's a very good point. No one is ever I think going the three to forget of us, being at that wedding. I think the three of us maybe aren't the best people to gauge that uh, gauge that yeah, off of. Because I, I think the three of us would be having the time of our lives if something like that was going down at our I wedding. I feel like we'd be just right next to her. We'd just hear, like we'd, cheering we'd, her on. We'd hear from, yes, it from our old ladies, but it would be a good time for us. You go, girl. <laughs> You steal that car. We do that too well. But yeah, man. Hey, that's all I got for Florida, man. And now, wish me luck. Yeah. Because this exam. Everybody, Go ladies cram. and gentlemen. We're going to do it. Mr. Perdon, if you're out there listening, take it easy on the take, kids. Take it easy on Big Chris. He works hard. Coming up next, it's time to figure out who made it across the first round of our new Tarleton Bracket. Stick around. This segment of Cruise on the Planet is brought to you by game and movie trader Stephenville. Buy, sell, and trade both new and used video games for any console, DVDs, Blu-rays, and comic books. They also feature a selection of board and car games and a full-service skate shop. For more information, they can be reached by calling 254-965-GAME or at facebook.com slash gameandmovietraderstephenville. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Cruise on the Planet. It is that time of our segment that we can finally reveal the first round champions of our brand new Tarleton bracket. I can't wait. And actually, I don't have an open for it yet. We're going to have to it's put that together new. an open. That's how so new we'll it just, is. We'll get going with this Fresh music. off the sauce bracket on Monday, if you were not able to tune in and listen, Queso is the champion of the sauce bracket. Uh, they won over Ranch in the championship game. So Queso will hang its banner up with the likes of Narcos and Whataburger. The winners of the other brackets we have done so far. Yep. So it's time to reveal the first round champions of the first round of voting yes. from Tarleton Bracket. I can't wait. It's going to be so sweet. So to recap, we have the number one seed Duck Camp going versus number eight Silver Taps. The number one seed Dr. Dottavio going against number eight seed Parking Lady. Number one finding a parking spot versus eight seed avoiding construction. And the number four seed, the Grove Pool versus number five seed, the Mustang Ranch Pool. DJ Truffle Shuffle. What are we going with first? All right, we're going to go ahead and start it off with the two blowouts. There were two okay. blowouts on one side of the bracket. First and foremost, Duck Camp versus Silver Taps. In a landslide victory, Duck Camp will be moving on to the second round. Hey. Go Duck Camp. I go, like go Duck, Duck Camp. camp. His, no. I voted Duck Camp. Yeah, me too. I have Duck Camp going all the way. Wow. So we'll see. They're going to have to take on the winner of Purple Pancakes or the Bonfire uh, whenever we get oh. to that matchup. Okay. But now, for the other landslide victory of the morning, Dr. D versus the Parking Lady and Dr. Datavio will be moving on. Hey! I was uh, expecting more sympathy votes for the Parking Lady. Yeah. Uh, we only got the one on the air uh, on the, one of the Facebook mess, one of the Facebook polls. There was only like two votes for the parking lady. Uh, the Twitter poll, there was nothing yeah, the for the parking sweet. lady whatsoever. So Dr. D uh, comes out with a strong victory there. So now we'll go ahead and move to one of our closer matchups. Finding a parking spot versus avoiding construction. And the parking spot will move on. Hey. So it is official. Tarleton students care more about finding a parking spot than all the construction around campus i mean that's because it's construction's a new problem i think 
finding a parking spot. Parking has been a problem and will continue will. to be a problem yep. until we find a way to fix it. Yep, exactly. So that's what's on people's minds right now. And then we have the matchup of the day, the 4-5 uh -oh. matchup in the corner, the Grove Pool against Mustang Ranch Pool. And the winner, and I would think it's a bit of a surprise, is the Grove Pool. Oh, the Grove Pool. I wonder why. Which one did you vote for? I pro I, I think I voted for Mustang Ranch. I like the ambiance mm -hmm. of the Mustang Ranch Pool. It's got that little island in the center. It's got some lights, some trees, all that good jazz going on around it. But the Grove Pool is almost like just the classic pool of town, mm -hmm. you know, because the Grove has been around longer than Mustang Ranch. Uh, so more people have hung out at the Grove more times. And I think more people live at the Grove than more people than live okay. at Mustang Ranch. So I think that had a factor to do with it as well. But the Grove Pool, yeah, coming out on top against Moving Mustang on. Ranch. Yeah, I like Mustang just because it's more open. I'm, I'm more of like a more open kind of guy. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, congrats to the Grove. Finding a parking spot, Dr. Otavio and Duck Camp. Uh, if you guys want to go vote on this, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we put those polls up every Monday or Wednesday morning. TJ Truffle Shuffle, what are our next matchups? All right, so here are the next round of matchups. In the Traditions region, the number two-seeded Purple Pancakes will go up against the number seven-seed Bonfire Ooh. from Homecoming Week. In the People region, our very own seven-seed Byron Anderson will be going up against there the number two-seed Coach Lon Reisman. That could be an interesting matchup. <laughs> Over in the... On campus category, number two seed tailgating will go up against number seven seed ping pong in the Tarleton Student Center. Okay. And then in the wild card bracket, this is another big time rivalry. Three seeded Thirsty Thursday will go up against six seeded Purple Thursday. So that's we'll going to be, be the matchup of the week. We're going to find out what people are more interested in wearing purple on Thursdays or getting their thirst quenched on Thursdays. Hey. All right, ladies and gentlemen, coming up next is time for Family Feud. Stick around. Carlton Radio is proudly supported by Cotton Patch Cafe in Stephenville. Wednesdays have several features starting off with an onion string appetizer. For entree, Southern Homestyle Chicken Tenders, now in Kick and Honey or Southern Buffalo flavors. Then Mama's Butter Cake for dessert with the option of dine-in or take-out. Cotton Patch at 2860 West Washington can be reached at 254-965-5255. Cotton Patch Cafe, serving homestyle meals to Texans for 25 years. Hey, it's Mark the Shark. If you missed Cruising the Planet last week, then you missed Truffle Shuffle wanting to get more personal with his mother-in-law. Sometimes you would want to see your mother-in-law naked. I no, can see boss. that. Oh, boss. And we are down to the final four in our sauce bracket. I didn't think Raising Cane's would make it out of the second what? round, let alone into the final four. Don't miss Cruising the Planet. Now, Mondays from 4 to 6 and Wednesdays from 10 to 12, only on the planet. Hey, this is your DJ, Casino. Join me every Saturday night at 10 p.m. for Future Sound, my weekly mix show featuring the freshest trap, bass, and EDM from across the globe. Right here on 100.7 FM, The Planet, Stephenville's rock and rap alternative. Ready? 
Crawford's Deli is a proud supporter of KXTR 100.7 The Planet. Crawford's Deli carries a variety of subs, wraps, and salads along with Henry's homemade ice cream and pies. The deli is open from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Saturday and is located in the Bosky River Center next to the movie theater. For more information, the deli can be reached at 254-968-5955 or by searching Crawford's Corner Deli on Facebook. Need help with tutoring, or are you looking for more information on your degree plan? Then the Division of Student Success and Multicultural Initiatives has just what you need. SSMI is located at the lower level of the Thompson Student Center and is ready to answer any questions you may have. For a full list of what SSMI has to offer, you can visit the SSMI website at tarleton.edu forward slash SSMI or call them at 254 968 974 100.7 KXTR The Planet is brought to you in part by Videos and More, located at 931 West Washington Street in Stephenville. Videos and More offers a variety of movies and video games for sale or rent, and also has a large option of select knives and other oddities in stock. For more information on Videos and More and their possibilities for Tarleton students and faculty, the store can be reached at 254-413-4734. This segment of Cruising the Planet is brought to you by game and movie trader Stephenville. Buy, sell, and trade both new and used video games for any console, DVDs, Blu-rays, and comic books. They also feature a selection of board and card games and a full-service skate shop. For more information, they can be reached by calling 965-GAME or on Facebook.com slash Game and Movie Traders Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Cruise on the Planet right here on KXCR 100.7 The Planet. It's time for Family Feud with the original cast. DJ Shuffle Shuffle's here in the house, obviously, because he's my co-host. Cassidy, his Hi. partner for the day. Lance, still sick, still pushing through. Hi, Mark. Hey. And Winston making things with his hands. Yeah, I was trying to get the truffler off his game. It didn't work. Yeah. He's a professional. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, you know how it is. I've got three questions. Okay. Two teams. One scoreboard keeper. <laughs> Let's get this going. Um, who went first last week? Does anybody remember? It was. Well, there is no go. Well, oh, you mean like Like, to up. come up. Like, I'm pretty sure it was Austin and I. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, so and we're, isn't there a new rule for this week, Mark? You have to wait until the question's over. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you have, have to, to wait. It just would be in your best interest. It's in your best interest to wait. Oh, I'm just saying that's what Mark said the new rule was going to be. But if we don't want it to be. It's a rule. So, Cassidy, Winston, top four answers on the board. Name a part of you that looks different when you're sick. Daytona. Yep. Your face. Oh, dang. Boop, 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 boop. Yep. Did we have to buzz in? Really? We didn't go over buzzer, so I just went. Boop, 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 boop. Well, that's your buzzer now. I thought everybody was just keeping the yeah, same yeah. buzzer. Okay. Your eyes. Eyes are the second answer on the board for 34 points. Winston, do you want to pass or play? I will play. Play. All right. Lance McFarlane, name a part of you that looks different when you're sick. This is unfair because Lance is sick right now. Someone said face. Yeah. I'm going to say nose. Nose is correct for 18 points. Winston, we're coming back to you. Yeah, you just got too general over there, Cassidy. Name a part of you that looks different when you're sick. When you're sick, your... Dang. So your skin, 
Skin is the number oh, one answer on the board for 44 oh points. Lanta. You guys have one answer. You clear the whole board, Lance, and no strikes, which is even more impressive. Name a part of you that looks different when you're sick. This is a tough one. We've already said face. We've said... But that wasn't an answer. We've said eyes, yep. nose. Yep. Your ears don't really look different when you're sick. I'm going to say lips. Oh, close. Mouth? I don't know. I don't know why I said close. Winston, one strike. Name a part of you that looks different when you're sick. Your hair. <laughs> hair, the number four answer for three I points. I guess just from being sweaty or... I guess, or like, like laying in bed all day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. wanted to say mouth so bad, but that's not what that means. Okay, do. not from the illness itself, just from like how you act while you're you sick. You are yeah. sick. Yeah. 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 So can we, can we leave now. Uh, yeah, we'll that's fine. It's over. Can we get a times three on that one? <laughs> no, that's just a times one. Last time we were too specific. Truffle and Lance, come on down. Top five answers on the board. That was like the answer. Okay. What one thing would you most hate to forget to pack on a trip? Truffle. Cena. Oh, I got to give it to Truffle. Toothbrush? Toothbrush is the second answer for 30 points. Lance, if you get the number one answer, you get the option to pass or play. What is one thing you would most hate to forget to pack on a trip? This is for me? Yeah, if you get the number, he got the number two answer. So if you get the number one answer, then you the question can go the, to y'all. Oh, okay. Clothes. The close is the number one answer for 34 points. Do you want to pass or play, Lance? How many things are on the board? Uh, you guys got two. There's three more left. We're going to play. Play. All right, Winston, name one thing you would most hate to forget to pack on a trip. Show me shoes. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I love the enthusiasm. One strike, Lance. We're coming back to you. It. Name one thing you'd most hate to forget to pack on a trip. Uh, Razor. Two strikes, guys. Winston. What's off the board? We have the number one answer, clothes, for 34 points. And the number two answer, toothbrush, for 20 points. What's one thing you would most hate to forget to pack on a trip? Your suitcase? <laughs> that was a, oh. eh, okay. All right. DJ Trouble Shuffle, Cassie. Uh, it's actually Cassie's turn. We're coming to you. Name one thing you would most hate to forget on a trip. You just get one, you get the whole point. All the points. Your belt? Ooh, so sorry. So, do the points go to them? We've never... Yes, if I can't steal, then they get the points. Okay, so y'all get the clothes and toothbrush. Number three answer was money for 21 points. Number four, camera for nine points. And number five, passport for under four points. Your camera? 1990s. I was like, iPhone? iPhone. Well, okay. Any of that more important <laughs> than your you suitcase? Now. Or your underwear. <laughs> well, good clothes. Yeah. Yeah, All right. I was, was going to say underwear. Winston and hey. Cassidy. Hi. For the final round, you guys are in the same Lightning position every round. week. Remember your buzzer, Winston. Oh, Name a sport in which competitors wear funny-looking shoes. <laughs> yep. Skiing. Snow skiing, to be precise. Cassidy. Funny, you just have to get an answer and then hey, you can pass. Hey, hey, no, 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 no answer. She said basketball. <laughs> I don't know how that would be funny. Basketball. All right. 
Right. Number five answer on the board for six points. Do you guys want to pass We're or play? play? We're All play. right, DJ Truffle Shuffle. Name so, a sport in which competitors wear funny-looking shoes. Football. Football, number six answer, also for six points. Cassidy. Soccer. So Name tennis is, shoes are now funny looking. Name shoes. a sport. Soccer. Name a sport answer, where the kids wear shoes. For twenty-one points. Sure, did you get that one? Yeah, All right, many, DJ how Truffle many Shuffle. Are still on the board? So you got soccer, basketball, and football. You have one, three, four, and seven left. Hockey. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Those aren't shoes, son. Those are ice shoes. What about skis? You wear shoes on skis? Yes. No, you have to wear skis. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's some controversy yeah. going on here. Cassidy, name a sport in which competitors wear funny looking shoes. This one might be. I'm going to mm, dance. That's a sport, Mark. Uh, it's not a Are sport, and it's also shoes? not an answer. All right. Okay. Okay, you guys got two strikes. You guys for. should probably come up with something. I know I am. Uh, DJ Truffle Shuffle, name a sport in which competitors wear funny-looking shoes. Best guess I got right now is baseball. Where they wear shoes. Nope. Oh. All right, guys. Steel, just get more points. Rub it in their face. Uh, it's Lance's turn. Should we confer? Or okay. I just uh, okay. I'm gonna. Uh-oh. Name a sport in which competitors wear funny-looking shoes. Basketball, football, baseball's been said, soccer's been said. Track. Uh, track shoes. A uh, track is the number four uh, answer, worth eight points. You guys, this is the first time we didn't get the number one answer off the board. Is it it's, wrestling? Uh, wrestling's the number seven answer for four points. What was it, Charday? No, uh, Bowling. Was oh, one answer I for thirty-four right points. So that's the only one where they're actually funny looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I think. Just, yeah, we got shoes. I thought yeah. skiing was gonna it. be it because I mean, ski boots go into the skis and they're kind of like big, weird, funky shoes. You but know? But is that a yeah. sport? Disqualified skiing? on technicality. I should have known. Wear you out. But they're not shoes; they're boots. Skiing boots. Olympic bowling. I was thinking ballet might be. No, that's a sport. <laughs> not anymore. It's Olympic <laughs> bowling. <laughs> I, that's my. It's Olympic Mark Shark's professional opinion. There should be Olympic kickball. Why? Because I would be great at. That it. takes no skill whatsoever. Exactly. That's, that's the good. point. Neither does power walking. your relationship with DJ Truffle Shuffle and Mark the Shark end in disappointment like everyone's football season sans John Kirby. We get up on all the sports balls on Stephenville's leader in sports coverage, Cruising the Planet. This segment of Cruising the Planet has been brought to you by Happy Tales Dog Grooming. 
Happy Tales Dog Grooming offers all the pet grooming services you may need and is located at 1590 North Graham Street in Stephenville. They can be reached by calling 254-968-2442. That's 254-968-2442. A beloved sports figure has now left us, DJ Truffle Shuffle. Um, and we're filling your calls on it, 254-968-9589. Tony Romo announced yesterday that he will be retiring and joining CBS as the number one analyst. Number one, right? Yeah, okay. They so fired Phil Simms for him. Okay, initial thoughts, DJ Truffle Shuffle. Okay, I think Tony can definitely thrive in this new role of a CBS analyst. Um, being the face of the Dallas Cowboys is pretty much as close to being an on-air broadcaster as you can. Yeah. Uh, he is constantly in front of media, constantly having to put on the, the face of television, you know. So I know he can do it. The thing that I am curious on is if he does get a call next year, what does he do? Does he break his contract with CBS in order to go back for one more chance at the Super Bowl? Or will he find himself comfortable where he is with CBS and turn down an offer to return to the NFL? That's my big question. I know that offer is going to come. It's just how Tony will react when it happens. See, Tony could do this for 20 years, retire at 57 officially from everything, and have another, what, 50 mil mm -hmm. like in and, his pocket? And 40 years of life left. And, uh -huh. no, and had, I mean, you can't beat a gig like this where he's going to probably, he might take a bit of a pay cut, not a, a lot, I don't think, but he's never going to take another hit again. Yeah. How can you yeah. beat that? Yeah, so we got calls right now uh, on the phone line. Not DJ Truffle Shuffle, because his real name's Austin. We have another Austin on the phone. You there, man? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, all right. So where are you from? I'm from here in Stephenville, actually. Cool. Austin from Stephenville. Tell us your thoughts on Tony Romo, and are they sad thoughts or are they happy thoughts? I feel like it's happy thoughts. I feel like... We're putting Tony Romo on a pedestal when the guy's only won two playoff games in his career. I mean, he's good. He's one of those normal. He's not a Peyton Manning. He's not a Tom Brady. He's kind of in the middle. I mean, he'll get you your passes you need. But I just can't. I'm not on board with him coming back. I feel like him being a an analyst is probably a better role for his situation right now. He's 36. I mean, maybe four more years in the league, but that's probably about where he would end. <clears throat> So, Austin and DJ Truffle Shuffle, hmm. Austin, um, if Dak were to go down, would you be okay calling Tony Romo out of the booth? Austin, on the phone, we'll start with you. Uh, I believe that would be a pretty good call. I mean, I don't know how ready he would be up there, but he's one of those guys that you could rely on for the most part. I mean, he's going to get you your good passes. He may throw an interception a time or two, but he's still going to be pretty uh, – on par with what he's doing. For me, if I'm Jerry Jones or Jason Garrett in that situation where a Dak Prescott goes down, basically your options at that point are Kellen Moore or calling Tony Romo back. Yeah. Tony Romo is going to know the offense. It's not going to be any different of an offense. The only thing that's going to be in question is his physical ability. And even with however many months off, I think he's going to stay in the gym. I think because he has that motivation and that competitive spirit that he'll keep himself in shape in case something like this were to happen. And even Tony Romo in mediocre shape, I would take over Kellen Moore in peak physical condition. Yes, I definitely agree with you. Austin, thanks for calling in, man. You're the, you're a rock star. Uh, Y'all take care. 
Uh, yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. We got some Facebook comments, DJ Truffle Shuffle. Uh, actually, from someone that's related to you. My stepsister, Chelsea Bradley, has commented a few times on the Facebook Live now, actually. Uh, yeah, so I have to click see more because that's how opinionated she is. Oh, yeah, no, she she writes paragraphs. Yeah. She doesn't uh, do anything halfway. Basically, Goodbye, my lover. she's sad, you know? She's sad that he's going on. Uh, and she doesn't want to see him in any other uniform, which I really don't think is going to happen. Let's be honest. I don't think so either, but I I don't know. Houston uh, is still in the mix, I would think. Yeah. See, she she's brings up a good point because she says, mostly I'm mad that the whole thing was dragged out for so long. And I can definitely agree with her on that because it shouldn't have been done like that. Here's the that. thing, though. It's the, it's the cult. Sorry, I, I got no, something. I know. Say it. Okay. It's the culture of the Dallas Cowboys that really makes me mad because Tony Romo gave you everything. And that was such a great story going undrafted to what he was and then how you handled it this way. Do you think the Patriots would handle it like this? No. Okay. That's a terrible comparison. The Patriots, when Tom, I'm talking about the, locker room culture. The second that Tom Brady isn't an immediate benefactor for Bill Belichick, he's gone. Nothing at all. Jerry, the only reason why he was dragged out is because Jerry was working his butt off to find Tony Romo somewhere to play football. But I feel like it was just so publicized. It really didn't need to That's be just like how this. how the Cowboys, you, yes, you're, you're right. Publicity-wise, there's nothing more publicized than the Dallas Cowboys in any move that Jerry Jones will ever do. You can't blame him for that. My thing is, is the... My, I, the only reason why this got dragged out is because Tony wanted it to get dragged out. He could have he could have retired the day Dak took his job. He chose not to. He chose to try to compete for a job. He chose to try to find another place to play in the NFL, and no one would offer anything for him. So Jerry did the best that he could for as long as he could to drag it out and find Tony Romo a place to play. It just never panned out. In the press conferences, Tony Romo, and I understand that he's probably an upstanding citizen and doesn't just, just doesn't want to say anything bad about the organization, but he constantly praised Jerry for all the hard work he did trying to find him a, a job somewhere doing anything other than analyzing because although Tony's going to do good at it and it's not a terrible option, it's not Tony's top option. Tony wants to be playing football. That's all Tony wants to be doing. And, he, and the dragging out process and the publicity of it, yeah, you can get upset. But that's the Cowboys culture. It doesn't matter if it's Tony Romo, Troy Aikman, Roger Staubach, Dak Prescott. It's going to be over-publicized because it's the Dallas Cowboys. Now, all you can say, thank you, Winston. Come in here, sit down, get, give us some chatter with this. But all you can do is if you want to blame the dragging out process to someone, you have to blame Tony Romo because he could have retired six months ago. He chose to try to find a new job. He chose to fight for this job. And that's why we're here today. Winston. Uh, just walked in studio looking a little mad. What are your thoughts? No, I'm not mad. I'm trying to be quiet. No, you're go for it. What? Uh, I think he had a lot more power in this situation than anybody realizes. It didn't matter when he got released, if he was going to get released. He did get released, right? He retired. No, they released him. Then he retired officially okay. for cap reasons so they okay. can spread yeah. it out a little bit better. I don't know. I go back and forth. I did have a emotional moment when it hit me kind of like Michael Young like we mm -hmm. all knew Michael Young was leaving the Rangers mm -hmm. it was different when he actually left the Rangers yeah but I don't feel bad for him he's got a hundred million dollars and like a supermodel wife like 
And he's about to make more money on CBS. Just doing nothing. Just sitting and talking. Doing yeah. what we I all it's, wish it's we what, could do. That's yeah. all we're trying yeah. to do is just sit and talk. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> got the job you want. Yes. With uh-huh. no journalism With no experience. experience whatsoever. Now, I ran a poll on Twitter yesterday. Uh, I said, who will have a better career in broadcasting, Tony Romo or Phil Sims? Overwhelmingly, they guessed Tony Romo. What are y'all's thoughts? What Phil Sims done? Yeah, no. <laughs> Phil Sims. Like, well, did nah. he get demoted? Like, it never really says. Do they fight when I they see each other just, next? Like, I hope do so. Do they have to fight? That would be interesting. Somebody job. call WWE SmackDown because that would be intense. Watch Tony Romo and Phil Sims go at it <laughs> yeah. over the CBS number one analyzing spot. I don't know. I don't know where you go if you're Phil Sims. Like, nobody's talking about Phil Sims about like his feelings or what happened to him. They're just like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> Phil Bye. Sims is out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he wasn't good. I don't think he was. I didn't like. I, didn't, I never noticed him. I was an NFC. I watch. I tend to watch more NFC games than I do AFC games. Yep. So I really didn't hear Phil Sims all that much. You wa- we watch a bunch of Joe Buck, Troy Aikman. Yeah, exactly. Which would have been weird if he if Tony Romo signed on with Fox, and him Troy and Tony doing games. That'd be weird. But that, that wouldn't work either because Tony's going in as a color guy as well. But what is interesting now is that every Dallas Cowboy game from now on during the day, the 12 o'clock games or the 325 games, will have a former Dallas Cowboy quarterback color commentating, whether you're on Fox or CBS. That's where you need to be applying. Mm-hmm. Cowboys hook you up. The only games in which Troy Aikman or Tony Romo will not be calling will be Sunday night and Monday night games. That's true. Because we've got Collinsworth, the lovely. Yes, Chris Collinsworth and lovely Al Michaels for Sunday night. And then... Mike Teresa and the ESPN cast for Monday Night Football. But, yeah, noon games and 325 games, you will have a former Dallas Cowboy quarterback color and ta- color commentating. Good for him. Do you think that – I don't know. I'm not – I don't know how to put this. I don't – it's just like Tony Romo's situation was so weird with the Dallas Cowboys. Because I feel like he got a lot of flack for stuff he didn't control. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Like, Tony Romo played his heart out. Like, I want your opinion on this. Because Tony Romo played his heart out for however long. and 12 years. It's not his fault that the organization couldn't get his defense Like, Austin, I appreciate you calling in. But the comparison of Super Bowls is really, really hard to do. Because you can't, you have to talk about supporting cast, okay? All right, Tom Brady has got a million Super Bowls, so he's got Bill Belichick coaching. He's always had a good defense. And they cheat. Eli Manning's got two Super Bowls because he's always had a great pass rush and he's always had weapons around him. And he's and lucky. He, for lucky. six years, I don't think people understand this. For six years, Tony Romo's number two option was Miles Austin. Well, a lot of football games about catching a bounce, too. Like, you need a break to go your way. Uh-huh. And as lucky as Eli Manning is, Tony Romo is that unlucky. Tony mm-hmm. Romo has always only had one receiver and Jason Witten. He's had Terrell Owens and Jason Witten, Keyshawn Johnson and Jason Witten, Des Bryant and Jason Witten. No other real weapons to work until these last couple years. You can say, oh, Cole Beasley's done some stuff. Terrence Williams has done a little bit. You're a big Terry Glenn guy. Okay, Terry Glenn is a long time <laughs> I don't ago. Even know if he, he only got <laughs> he one year of like Terry Glenn. Four games here. He got he was the first hurt. time, the first year Tony played. He got Keyshawn Johnson and Terry Glenn until the end of the season, and then he had Keyshawn and Miles Austin. You just have to think about how much unfortunate stuff happened to Tony Romo. Not to mention the terrible defenses we've had in all those. Well, years. like think about the Seattle game when he bobbled the uh, the that, snap, the snap on the field goal. 
how many times has that ever happened to him? Yep. That's, that's the probably only the time. only time. He's held a million balls, he and just that's the one he dropped. <laughs> Hell. <laughs> so unfortunate, though, because anytime something like that happened, it's like always just when everybody's watching. It's really hard to compare individuals on team-based accomplishments, mm-hmm. which are Super Bowls. You know? I think he's like Statistically, it. he's a top-five quarterback of all time. Yeah. He's, like, he's like Dan Fouts, uh, Archie Manning. I had this conversation with John. I don't know, but he says he's up there with Marino. And then another measurement that I like to use is that is what I've been calling is distance traveled. So the farthest distance traveled for any NFL player of all time is Tom Brady. Six-round pick to six-time, five-time Super Bowl champion. Tony Romo is number two, undrafted free agent, two playoff victories. He's the second longest distance traveled. And a 12-year starter. For the Dallas Cowboys, regardless of how bad those teams were. You want to know another fun fact about Tony Romo? He never, he has never played in a game. Look this up because I'm 99% sure. He never played a game where he was a starter that he was mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Until week 17. No, like that you're out then. Yeah. Like he never started a game in the regular season. He was mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. That's, that's one insane. thing. So Cowboy, he by himself was more successful than the Cleveland Browns. Oh, oh for yeah. sure. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, yeah, no, he did not win Super Bowls and he only won two playoff games, but he took a terrible team and made them relevant every single mm-hmm. year. And he's fun to watch. And he's he he just fun to no, watch. There's nobody cooler to see the ball get snapped over their head than Tony Romo. And he could run around for five minutes and still yeah. throw for a Anybody first down. Anybody else like, oh, no, they're snapping over his head. It's like, y'all better watch out. Yeah. Like, this he's is where run. Tony gets hot. Yeah. Yeah. You're out. in more like, trouble than oh, you think no, you are. Oh, no, we're going to start doing that on purpose. <laughs> Breaks the defense. In typical Jerry Jones and Cowboys fashion, they've hijacked another segment of cruising the planet <laughs> coming up next time to find out what athletes get arrested so stick around hey so tell us your side what happened hey i'm an innocent bystander they saying i drove a getaway car but i cannot see i'm legally blind they see me rolling they hate this segment of cruising the planet has been brought to you by jim keen attorney at law jim keen offers law services for duis car wrecks and other legal matters Jim Keen's law office is located at 240 West Green Street in Stephenville, and he can be reached by calling 254-965-3733. The law office of Jim Keen, not afraid of a fight when it comes to your legal rights. Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow is a very special day here at Tarleton State University's campus. It's our day of service, where Tarleton students will be walking around, serving people in the community. Servicing the community, doing good, uh, cleaning up tearing down, building up, doing all sorts of stuff out and about in the Stephenville community. We will be live all morning long from 8 to 12. Uh, you're welcome. Br- you're welcome. <laughs> Breaking down all of the service activities that are going on, telling people how they can get involved with Service Day, and breaking down and talking about what events and what services certain students are doing that day. Yeah, no, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, DJ Truffle Shuffle and I, 8 to 12, uh, special cruising network broadcast. Uh, keeping four y'all hours. informed. Four hours of Mark the Shark and DJ. We've Trouble already been Shuffle. on the air for four hours. That's eight hours of on air. It's going to be great. In one week. It's going to be fantastic. Because we're doing what we need to do to keep the community informed every day of our life and your life as well. Speaking of keeping the community informed, 
DJ Truffle Shuffle, I believe you have some arrested athletes oh, for us. Oh, we do, we do. We got a couple really good ones. I'm going to go ahead and lead off with this question so we can answer it last. Have okay. you ever wondered how much it would cost to have evening relations with a college cheerleader? No, DJ Truffle Shuffle. There is a number, and I okay. will reveal that number as the last what had happened was. Okay. But first, See y'all what had happened was. former NFL safety Luis Del Mas got arrested for resisting without violence. The story goes, Del Mas was arrested for allegedly yelling at a police officer while that officer was administering a sobriety test to Del Mas's friend. After being reportedly asked to stop by police, Del Mas was arrested when he refused to comply, and they also arrested his friend, Andy Madrigal for a DUI. Okay. Well, uh, instead of just sitting in the car and being a normal human being, you got to you got to go and do that. And he has to be running his mouth. He was probably drunk. He, mm -hmm. It's not really much of an excuse. Just don't run your mouth to cops. It's pointless arrest. Next. See y'all what had happened. Was. Detroit Pistons guard Kentavious Caldwell Pope got arrested early Wednesday morning. For being pulled over at 2.50 a.m. for driving 45 in a 25-mile-per-hour zone. And during the stop, police allegedly smelled alcohol on Caldwell Pope and gave him a sobriety test where he came in at exactly .08. That's like... If he had one less drink, he would have been clear. So that's legally drunk. That is the legal limit of drunk. If you are okay. .08, you are legally drunk. At .07, you're not. So, A, you're playing for the Pistons, and B, <laughs> you just got arrested for a DUI. Don't yeah, do that, man. Don't ever do that. One more See before the final is Xavier Williams and A.J. Allen, two University of Northern Iowa college football players, got arrested in an incident that we actually reported last week uh -oh. in which DeAndre Hall and Mankeaton Dorlent, NFL cornerbacks, got arrested at a bar fight. These two were also involved in the incident uh, Williams is accused of throwing two cups of beer into the street near two police officers, and Allen is accused of refusing police orders to leave the street and to move to a different sidewalk. So literally just being stupid. It's not like they had any reason to be throwing beer. First off, party foul. Get out of here for that crap. <laughs> and then Wasting beer. for purposely just ignoring what a police officer tells you. Like People want to claim police brutality or whatever, but it's because they're not doing what they're told to do. Yeah, that's not good. At I'm all. sorry. They're the authority. You have to do what they tell you to do. Yeah. All right. And then our final. Our final. See y'all what had happened was. Former OU football player and cheerleader arrested in prostitution sting. Bob I can, Stoops. I cannot release the name of the cheerleader because I don't know her name. Yeah. They I don't think they released it. it. But she agreed to have sexual relations through Craigslist with an undercover police officer for, here's the number, $200. Is that not a lot? I wouldn't think so. I don't think so. I don't think 200 is a lot for that, especially yeah. for a cheerleader, you know. So she's probably pretty fit, you would think. Oh, OU cheerleader. OU. She's a Division One athlete, technically. Technically. 200 bucks, you know. Well, she Oof. got busted because it was an undercover cop that met her at the hotel room. So she got busted for prostitution. And then when going through her phone, it led them to former OU football player Lawrence Moore, who is being identified as her pimp. Oh. Yeah. What position did he play? Uh, here, I got you. It's over here. Defensive back. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yep. I mean, I understand. 
No, I don't actually. I don't understand it <laughs> at all in the slightest. I mean, either she's just trying to pay for her education. Out yeah, there. that's what I was thinking. But then I was just like, "Wait, that's no. two hundred dollars is one book? Not even. <laughs> like, it, it, honestly, it depends on what book you're buying. That's why I don't think it's very much. Because I'm thinking of it in that way. She has to be doing it in order to try to pay for college. But she literally agreed to have sexual relations for one textbook. People make odd decisions, DJ Truffle Shuffle. One of those odd decisions is not listening to Cruise of the Planet. I think that's the oddest decision Solid you can make. Plug. Yeah. Solid plug. Uh, you guys can actually find all of these episodes podcasted. Go subscribe to us on iTunes. You can listen that way. For DJ Truffle Shuffle, I'm Mark the Shark. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning, 8 to 12, for Tarleton Service Day.